Shop Stars OVO Gang. I got some shit for you to come and get. I'm at the same region, up on Bryos. Hit me when you're done. You're shaking, 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 shaking. I see you doing well, baby. The Thanksgiving hangover continues to linger over the microphones in the RSPN studios this week. Everywhere, it's worldwide, worldwide epidemic. I'd love to feel, I'd love to feel a lot more energetic and vibrant when it comes to talking about the NBA this week. But unfortunately, I did not listen to the Plies' leftover itinerary. You didn't. And right now, things are just uh, things are moving a little bit slow. How was how was your uh, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was really good. Really good. I hope everybody's Thanksgiving was really well. <coughs> Jeff, you have a good one. Yeah, it was solid. Same old, same old. You know, another another holiday in the books. Another holiday. Didn't shout have out, shout out genocide. You know, shout out genocide. What shout is out. the you know, we are gonna get? We're gonna get clear. We're never gonna. No, we're not. We're never gonna. I'm never gonna stop that. Next we're year. Gonna, Next year, next season, when you know it comes around again, I'm gonna say it again. Well, I'd rather anti-American stuff than Yada talk. As long as we don't have any Yada, as long as Yada talk never touches RSPN, I think we'll be 100 percent okay. Yeah, I think we'll be good with that. But the people got to know. And of course, happy holidays to everybody. Now that we are out of the Thanksgiving area, hopefully you did have a good uh, holiday area with your Thanksgiving. Anything that you did throughout the past weekend. Hopefully it was well enough now that you are more than likely back to wondering why, oh, why do we have a five-day week? <laughs> I know you're staring directly at Friday, as as many of us are here on RSPN, but it's going to be an action-packed week for the NBA as December starts rolling in. Now that we are in the last month of the year of course for 2019 we are in the last month of the decade of 2010s in general it's going to yeah. be isn't that crazy of, isn't that crazy to think about i kind of gives me anxiety a little bit i mean we we have we have covered the decades for the nba already as we've done it within rnc decade this past year but just looking back at how many different things have changed in the NBA since January of 2010, the teams, the players, styles of play. It was fresh out of high school. Definitely. It was, was very young. And just looking back at it, depending on what side of the fence that you are on with that, whether you would like to actually move forward with the way that the NBA is, 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 is making its transition into just being a different league or whether you prefer uh, the styles of play and the stars of yesteryear, all up to you, but I feel like in general, the 2010s were a monumental decade for the NBA. And thankfully, we had Cameron Hay on with us last week to discuss yeah. uh, what is to expect for the 2020s. So shout out to Cam, of course, for coming through uh, for episode 11 of RSPN. And you can um, take a look back at the conversation that we had with not only the stars that can come out with 2020 in the 2020s, but we had some good conversation on Luka Doncic as well. Um, conversation that we will continue with this week in episode 12 of RSPN. And of course, as he is, Jeff, I am still Mark. And what I'd like to start off with, unfortunately, is... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you ready for Christmas? Am I ready for Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Am Are I ready for ready Christmas? Yes. Santa? Secret Santa? Um, that is something that we did not discuss yet. So usually within uh, the month of December for the <laughs> RNC Radio family, this is the, the third year of our Secret Santa. Is it third? Uh, 
I believe this yeah, is the third so. year of our, of our of our Secret Santa. The first year was, of course, spoiled by Tanga Talk. Uh, last year was a. I'm so disappointed we didn't get to deal. Let's. <laughs> I'm still extremely disappointed by that. I fucked Tanga. I think his name. Yeah, they they should have fucking looked out. Now, second year no, was so was good. a very was a very successful uh, Secret Santa. I enjoyed and still wear what I received from Cam uh, last year for Secret Santa. And the rules have changed this year. We won't go into too much detail of what has happened uh, or what has been removed for our Secret Santa this year. Who'd you have? Why, why, didn't we go, why can't we go into details about it? Um, why not? Why, why not? I, I, change was needed. Change was possibly needed, but I feel like keeping the secrecy of what is going on with our Secret Santa is, is a mystery that I'd like to keep. No, 100%. That's cool. That's cool. Either way, whoever I get, you know, you already know. Should we already know? I mean, I mean, you probably shouldn't give the details of, of what we should already know. That well, I don't know who. I'm, I don't know who. Obviously, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, but yeah, because I don't think I don't think um, we've given the name that as of yet. But but you know, I'm just saying, like, we had a limit. We had a limit last year. Yes, I'm not, I'm not giving a price or anything, but we had a limit last year. And the main our, limit, the main limit that we have this year is is one that Josh was not a very big fan of. <laughs> And it might have been a hit. It might have been a hit if we were able to move forward with it. But that has been banned. We cannot purchase any of these for anybody in RNC. I'm and okay with that though. Like I'm like that's whatever. I just I needed a, the amount to be different. The amount to be different. Okay. Well, that 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 could change for our secret Santa. But as far as NBA is concerned, yes. I'm very prepared for uh, what is to come within the games that we do have within Christmas Day. Christmas yeah. Day will more than likely be right outside of our door, which will feel like almost a week from now. I mean, right now it's going to be December 3rd, but uh, you already know. That, I mean, the month of November flew by yeah. so damn fast yeah. that I'm sure that this month is going to go into January and, of course, into 2020 very, very fast. But we'll have some conversation on what the top NBA teams are beginning to do uh, to prepare for a difficult month. Some NBA teams are having schedules that are a lot more difficult than others. And we'll get to the two teams that have the most strenuous schedule to deal with when it comes to their opponents, because within this past week, there's been uh, for whichever reason, plenty critique of how hard their schedule is or how easy their schedule has been to achieve such a great standing in mm -hmm. whether it is the Western conference or the Eastern conference, but we'll get all, we'll we get may see some load management this month. I would truly yeah. hope that there's no load management during Christmas. I'm just saying, day. It could happen. No, I don't, I, no, I don't think it's gonna happen on Christmas day, but I'm just saying, considering the schedules, the main star right now, that is of course guaranteed some rest is going to be Zion Williamson. And unfortunately, <laughs> NBA, they, the they news that's, that's coming out for Zion is kind of crazy. I've been trying not to overreact about it. Like, you know, the pictures of him and the sweatsuits and all that shit. But like, has there uh, been pictures of him in sweatsuits? What's, what's wrong with the pictures? Nah, you know, they were like examining this man's sweatsuit, like him having like a, a stain on it. Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> like why are y'all trying to kill this man? What's that? He had like a grease stain on his sweat. <laughs> so what, was it like crazy. NBA reporters or was it just like people? Yes, on yeah, I'm gonna do no. You didn't see this? I didn't see it at all. Oh, Who's the reporter? God, I, I got I'm, dude. This was literally last week, bro. I can't even. I have to check for you. But like, he, there was a picture. <laughs> there was a picture of him, and uh, it was like 
It's like, this is Zion Williamson, and yes, this is a stain. This is a chicken stain on his sweats. I'm like, damn, nigga. I like, know it was a chicken. chicken? <laughs> How so, they do that? Yeah, what the it, hell? Hey. It was reported today that, you know, he hasn't. His surgery was however long ago, and he hasn't necessarily stepped on the court yet, uh, you know, just to, to start practicing or training. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, they could just be taking their time with him. I mean, that's their what? That's their 10-year guy, you mm-hmm. know, not younger, uh, longer. So, I mean, you got to let him rock. What kind of shit? Chicken stain. I was like, I, I can't believe I, you didn't see this, man. I wish I could see that tweet. I, wish I hope it was. Man. I, I hope it, find it for you. I hope the I hope the uh, reporter had some color to him because if I see if it was if it was somebody white and they're talking about it was a chicken stain, oh, nah, you, you already know it wasn't white saying that. <laughs> <They were>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, no, I'm about to find it. All right, lucky, lucky NBA reporters. I would have had to hop in the comments real quick. Now, as you find the uh, chicken stain, t- as you find the chicken stain <laughs> tweet, on, on. Cam, Cam. I wasn't even looking for Cam's tweet, but of course he's got, you know, 3,000 fucking retweets on it. Mm-hmm. Cam said, son got chicken grease on his pants. Where's the nutrients? I'm about to, re- I got, I'm about to, literally, I'm about to, where's the nutrients? Cam grease, bro. Dude, 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 hold on. I just, tw- I just tweeted to you. So there you go, bro. Oh my God, dog. That shit is jokes. What is wrong with this nigga? Where's the nutrients? Cam is green. Tongue that chicken grease. <laughs> Where's the nutrients? Hey, that hey, that's green. Hey, hold on. Who put who originally put oh no, Cam originally put this out. Cam's like a chicken Fucking done. Oh, that's God. so unfortunate. Imagine, yeah, imagine I mean, you're out for an injury and people aren't. Paying and already, no, no, they're already talking about his weight. You know what I'm saying? Like they're already talking about he's been gaining weight or whatever it may be. Like he's already a big dude, but like the fact that he walks out, he got the chicken stain on his sweat or whatever. It's obviously some type of grease, right? And it could have just been a, a print from a little water bottle. He could have had his kombucha oh, with him. You're right. You're right. I mean, he potted up. He's not. Even, he's not hmm. even listening to that nigga in the back. That nigga in the back looked pissed. Like, God damn, this nigga big again. But then he yeah, potted no, up. Not even hilarious, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised you missed that. I'm really surprised you missed that because that would have been like that would have been like something we would have mentioned on last week's show. And Cam didn't say nothing either. Which is anything about the nutrients? Yeah, I mean, this was November fifteenth. Oh, this was right before last. So yeah, he it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been that week. But still, very hilarious. That wouldn't yeah, because I about to say last week last week we were so focused on the itching we couldn't even talk about the damn yeah we couldn't talk about the damn chicken grease. Yeah, I'm fainting right. I'm itching right now. Please don't right now. Please don't. <laughs> I've seen enough. Let's I've seen on, enough. Past, I've seen enough this past week. But again, the only player that is going to have some guaranteed um, time away from Christmas Day is going to be Zion Williamson. Uh, out of the five games that we are going to have on Christmas Day, uh, you'll have Celtics, Raptors, Bucks, Seventy Sixers, uh, Rockets, Warriors. Uh, another battle of Los Angeles, which will be chapter two, chapter, right? chapter two, chapter yeah. two of the Battle of Los Angeles. And of course, the Pelicans going up against the Denver Nuggets. But that conversation will be had in a moment as we discuss Christmas preparation. But uh, to start off week 12 of RSPN, we're going to get into an area that we usually take care of uh, between the beginning of the show. Thankfully, there's not anything too bad to discuss as far as the Miami Heat or anything that is involving the Miami Heat. So, for those who have been, yeah, it's, uh, a good, it's, a, it's a good week for you. 
for those who have been accustomed to hearing all of the different struggles and vices that have been dealt with news that have come from the heat. There's really not too many. There's not, not too much this week. I think the biggest positive out of everything has been what we discussed last week with the debut of all of the city jerseys. So I think everybody's city jersey should be, if, if not available to purchase right now, you should at least be able to know what it looks like. And I think every team has released their city jerseys right now. I made sure to get mine. Uh, did you get your peach tree, Jeff? Are you, no, are you, getting, not, the, are you getting the peach tree jersey? No, no, I'm not. I don't really. I'm not buying NBA jerseys. You're not buying NBA jerseys. Mm-hmm. No. You're not even. In the, you're not even getting the MSI. I would never wear it. I would never wear it. It just doesn't. It doesn't fit my frame. I'm a you, Mark. You see, I'm a. I'm a fucking stick, nigga. I'm not wearing no NBA jersey, bro. I mean, just because you wear size 22 denim doesn't mean that you know you can't. <laughs> yeah, size 22 denim. Is that is that what you think? Is it size twenty? Is it size twenty? Is it size twenty two? Oh, I can't fit no twenty two. Six, nigga. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's go twenty. Let's go. Is, is it in twenties? I want to say like it's thirty two. It's thirty two. Really? Thirty two waist, bro. Would not. Would not have expected a thirty two. Keep that in mind. If if anybody is my secret Santa. Yeah, for anybody in the RNC who's listening to Secret Santa, there's your first <laughs> clue for Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Get me, get me the Acne Studio. Oh dude. what? Oh yeah, what did Brian say? Didn't Brian say uh, we're getting we're getting design? Whoever gets his secret singing is getting designer yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah. So you there know, you go. You know, hey. my, you know, my luck, my luck is gonna be. I'm gonna get Brian. Brian gonna get me. And that's how we gonna rock out. Y'all be pissed, huh? He's <laughs> gonna be like, wow. <laughs> I know about Christmas Day. Wow, I just got a Louis Vuitton. <laughs> what the hell? Who's my senior Santa? Wow. Then you're you gonna go. Damn, I just got. Five pairs of acne jeans and Subi jeans. No, yeah, no. Actually, Mills should put like me and Brian cannot get each other. <laughs> just make that, <laughs> just make that a rule. <laughs> no, man, but it's gonna be a good time. I'm fucking done. Wow, well, number one Southeast Division. First, okay, Miami Heat, fourteen and five. I'm proud of y'all, man. Things have been pretty. Things have been pretty well that, for the Heat. See that picture of Tyler Hero with that big ass ignorant ass chain. I mean that's I mean that's 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 light work for Tyler honestly that's that's like that's like what was that that's, that's, that's like he, he gonna be he gonna be broke before he all star man that's like a Sunday change don't 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 try Tyler Hero that's a, that's a very smart young man smart young man that has another very smart uh not he, he's man. gonna have a he's gonna have a uh, he's gonna have a hard ER disaster no that's not Tyler Hero don't do the only hard <laughs> ER is in Tyler. There's no, there's no any of there's no the other ones. Don't try and set it up. <laughs> the only hard ER is that no. don't try and set it up just because he listens to G Herbo. God, he listens does to not necessarily to he's out here disrespecting. He's definitely saying nigga. He's not he's not you I mean he's he's don't her. if he's if he's in the whip playing this shit, you think he's skipping the word nigga every time, yes or no? Be honest, Mark. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Dude. You believe it? Why not? I you can't be respectful. It. I just don't imagine he's saying, I'm a, "Come on, imagine, imagine he pulls up to practice and he's blasting." I mean, he's not. Saying, I, I'm, I'm, saying saying it's just him. I'm saying it's just and Haslam's in the corner watching this nigga go Why go Haslam hard. There? Is Haslam still on the team? Ha- don't do not do no, not. I'm do you ever want to step foot? If you ever want to step foot in Miami again, I I I would suggest you retract that statement. I cannot yeah. help with the Haitians that Haslam made or may not have. Yes. Oh my God! I see thirty nine. He's thirty nine. Yes. You guys are giving him one point six to do what? Whatever he wants. 
Look at this nigga's face, man. Look at his face. He's been around forever, bro. Come on, You know man. what? Retire, bro. Discussing that he is here. not supposed to be about hazard age and hard ER. I mean, it could be. I don't know what translates to hazard yeah, after, after he decided. In the 70s, I thought that he was going to stop. I thought that he was going to retire the same time that same time that Wade did, but he ended up coming back and, and playing the year. But wow, okay, interesting. Continue. All right, so top ten power rankings. One that we yeah. normally do at the beginning of every episode. We'll go over our top ten teams based on the NBA.com power rankings and any other stories that may appear within the other twenty teams that are not in the top ten, of course. Um, but this week we're actually going to be able to discuss one that is without. That is outside of the top 10. Usually we stay within the top 10. Of course, the 10th team that drops down from 9 to 10 will be the Miami Heat. Biggest positive that has come from the Heat is that they are still undefeated at home. Yeah, it's a big deal. Big deal. Um, I'm very happy that they've been able to hold down home court. There's been times within the previous years um, of the different renditions of the Miami Heat where home games were pretty difficult to hold down, especially at the beginning of the season. Yeah, but I mean. Great. You you have your you have your guy now. Absolutely, it's different. Right. I, I feel like I feel like as far as winning at home, that is going to be the big difference. Remember last year? I know you complained a lot about uh, just not being able to keep the lead and close the fucking game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not um, not having to close. Now you got a guy who's going to handle that those type of business. And I think that's exactly why you're seeing this uh, this streak at home. And thankfully, we were able to see that uh, from Jimmy Butler at the end of the game where they were able to squeak by against the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets still fairly strong team without Kyrie Irving, but Jimmy Butler ended up being the one that uh, gained the last few points from the Miami Heat, just being very physical going into the paint and battling into an area where he tried to get free throws. And that ended up working in the Heat's uh, favor. Within the past week, Justice Winslow has also returned. So that is also very big when it comes to keeping all of the players of the Heat playing with each other and keeping that good sync. But uh, this is going to be a pretty big challenge for the next two away games for the Heat. They're going to be playing up against the NBA champion Toronto Raptors in Toronto. They'll be going into Boston, who is another team, one of the four teams in the NBA that also are undefeated at home. And then they'll start their first homestand, one of the few homestands that they've had where uh, it's not just one home game or two home games and then going out to play another away game. This will be a solid homestand for the Miami Heat, four games over eight days uh, where they will play the Washington Wizards and the Chicago Bulls, which in my opinion should be two wins if they want to continue what's going on at home. But I'd say it'll be pretty good for the Miami Heat. Now, number nine ends up being the Houston Rockets. The conversation that comes with Houston has been, uh, it's it's going to continue to just be highlighted by Harden, 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 and a lot of that. And if they break away from Harden, it's probably going to be Harden playing with Westbrook, uh, how that has been playing out well. But a lot of the critiques of the play of Harden and Westbrook at, when they are on the floor together has been fairly silent within the past uh, week or so as things have been okay with them. And of course the highlight of James Harden within this past <laughs> week has been dropping 60 points in 30 minutes um, against the Atlanta Hawks and things that have been written about Harden have just been, Areas that have not only highlighted um, the amount that he's scoring, but the ways that he is scoring them as well. Now, if you are one of the people who 
um, will continue to, to. We're going to be talking about this for the whole, you know, we, at this point, I feel like Harden is obviously a stable. Mm-hmm. We, it's about playoffs it's with that team for sure. Absolutely. Uh, for I think, sure. you know what I mean? Like they're going to be performing for the rest of the year, big plays, you know, 40 point games, you know, I mean, you already know it's like, like you said, we're going to be talking about Harden Westbrook, you know, but it's, it's, it's about seeing them in the playoffs and what they can really do. You know, we just talked about closing out the decade. And one thing, one stat that I saw in the past week for Harden was, was something that I didn't even blink at. Didn't really catch too much of my attention because it's it's to the point where it's like it's expected at this point. And it's surprising because we don't really talk about these types of performances with the positivity and the uh What's the best verbiage that I can use for it? Emphasis on our voice with it, like we would do if we saw this for a Kobe Bryant, uh, if we saw this stat, if it was Michael Jordan, things of yeah. that nature. Yeah. Uh, the 10 highest scoring games of the year of 2019, eight of the 10 highest scoring wow. games are all James Harden, 61, Damn. 61, 60, 60, 59, 58, 58, 57, and 57. The other two, they're not James Harden, Damian Lillard dropping 60, and Devin Booker dropping 59. I'm almost ready to bow down. Can you believe almost it? Almost ready? I, I'm almost ready to bow down, almost. But I, but I really, this season for me, like this postseason for me, is important when it comes to my relationship with James Harden. Now, also from at Tommy Beer on Twitter, Harden joins Wilt Chamberlain as just the second player in NBA history with double-digit games of at least 55 points. Pretty much an weird, uh, an odd number of points to to discuss this. But the all-time leaderboard, you have Wilt Chamberlain with 72 games of 55-plus points. James Harden with 10 of them. Kobe Bryant with 9 of them. Michael Jordan with 9 of them. So, again, another stat that Wilt Chamberlain rules, but um, James Harden being in that company is, is, is something no, that's, that that's really good company that has been amazing. Now, when it comes to the Houston Rockets this week, uh, their first game against the San Antonio Spurs, which will be uh, a Texas rival. There's of course, outside the Dallas Mavericks, that'll be this week. They'll be heading over to Toronto to play the Raptors as well, which the Raptors uh, we will discuss in a moment and they'll be facing the Phoenix Suns at home. So we will see how the Rockets deal with that in this next week. Number eight has been the Boston Celtics. So they dropped from six to eight. Again, one of the teams that remained undefeated at home, but teams have ended up passing them as, you know, streaks continue, teams get stronger, and players make more of the names for themselves. Now, Kemba Walker ended up having an amazing game on Friday against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. That was the game that uh, Celtics fans had made very vocal on their thoughts on Kyrie Irving, along with their interest in where he was that night. And we've seen uh, the response you like that post? You like from that? Kyrie Irving since then. How do you um, feel about it? How do you feel about it? Did I like the post? I didn't like the post. I feel like I feel like it's I feel like that whole situation like he's bigger than that. Like he doesn't even have to. He doesn't even have to. You know what I'm saying? Like that happens to every damn near every star that leaves a team. It happens to. Mm-hmm. You just move on. You play basketball. And in Kyrie's case, he's left. He's left two of them as of right now. And now, that- now I don't want to like the post kind of went to like a mental health type thing, you know. And that's cool. Like I respect, I respect that. But I just think it was a bit much. And shout out to the conversation of that uh, 
clearly acknowledging the fact that this is uh, something that has bothered Kyrie from that uh, type of perspective and has pretty much left it alone. I did not see too much uh, joking of it, but the fact that it's just a very, a very, I mean, it's, it's, it's a post that could turn off. It's a post that could turn off a lot of people. If you don't look at it from that perspective, I feel yeah, like yeah, that yeah. has been generally uh, understood just based on the fact that conversation with Kyrie Irving in general is something that has been fairly difficult, not only to look at it from a fan's perspective, but definitely from uh, any of the media perspective as, as whether you want to look at how difficult he was to get answers from the first take when he uh, originally left Cleveland and joined the Celtics based on uh, what he, the quotes that he had out in Boston uh, compared to what they have been in Brooklyn. Now it has been fairly difficult to try and understand the mindset of Kyrie Irving. And, you know, some, no, some areas no, we just don't need do to understand, but yeah, you can't do it no more. Yeah, exactly. And in, 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 in this case, in this case, we saw we saw that jump out immediately where Boston is chanting "Kyrie sucks" and "Where right. is Kyrie?" Uh, all of this not surprising, of course, because no, that's, and that's my thing. It's like he he had to know this was going to happen to him. Yeah, this isn't this yeah. isn't the fan base of the Cleveland Cavaliers. I I, I don't think Cleveland went that hard right. when, when when Kyrie ended up coming out. This one, yeah, of the but to be fan bases be fair, we saw. I feel like Cleveland kind of. I feel like they learned their lesson with the LeBron stuff. Yeah, exactly. They, you know what I mean? <laughs> I really do. Like, <laughs> it's actually the it's actually the well, it would have we're, we're recording on the day, of course, but it is actually the nine year anniversary what? of LeBron's return to Cleveland. Okay. Yep, I will always remember that day, December second, twenty ten. Very difficult game uh, to watch in general. Just seeing the types of conversations, I think. online, offline. Uh, what was it? A game on TNT? I, I'm pretty sure it was on TNT when LeBron dropped 30, if I can say it off the top of my head, maybe 37, 38 points uh, back in the Quicken Loans arena. Uh, but that was something that was startling to me just based on the fact that that was the first time that I started seeing uh, people put, uh, what would be the, what's the terminology for it? Crosshairs? Crosshairs on LeBron as he's coming into the uh, coming into the arena as if they were actually man enough to pull to pull something like that as a Bron James return. That was I'm, something. That was uh, like, I'm still I'm still blocked by Dan Gilbert. So what do you do to Dan Gilbert? You know, am I I'll blocked by Dan Gilbert? I kind of want to check if I'm blocked by Dan Gilbert. I'm, I'm blocked by Dan Gilbert still, but I'll be honest. Who knows? I mean, that was some years ago on Twitter. Who knows what I called him? So. Uh, this was right after he left for y'all. I want to be blocked by Dan Gilbert. Hold on, what's his Twitter? I am, I am definitely blocked by this man. I remember when it happened. You know who else still has me blocked? Ah, Cavs Dan. Oh, I'm not blocked. Fuck. You know who else has me blocked that I'm still upset about? Who? Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> Why <What? laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins block you? I'm still blocked by Seth Rollins. What did um, you say to Seth? I, I believe I called his girlfriend a Nazi at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so did a lot of people. I know, but he got me. He, he, I mean, he got me. I don't know what I think. I, I think I had, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I definitely called her a Nazi. Um, but Seth, man, you know, if you're an A show fan, just, un, just unblock me, man. Old news boy. I love you. Miss you, man. 
hopefully, hopefully he's hopefully he's an A show fan. If not, we will. Me, Cyrus, and J Five will work to make to make him. Please work on it, man. I'm still blocked, man. And he at this point he would probably look back on that and say, "Damn, you were right." You know, we're right. Damn, I had a Nazi girlfriend. Girl, so. I'm fucking done. Ah, you're fucking done. Uh, when it comes to the Boston Celtics, they play eight of their next 11 games at TD Garden, so a pretty big home stretch <laughs> for the Boston Celtics. Oh, what? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Nazi girlfriend? What? what? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> with the with visits from the Heat, the Denver Nuggets, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Toronto Raptors over that stretch so there are going to be some pretty good teams that are going to be playing against the boston celtics as uh, we go into the month of december there are only two games this week of course at home against the heat and the denver nuggets number seven the philadelphia 76ers so when it comes to the 76ers we had some conversation on them last week of course just to fall out from the heat and the sixers game with you um cam and myself of course yeah. now late into that night we ended up seeing the game that they had against the Toronto Raptors, who, again, had a very good week in week six of the NBA, um, actually left Joel Embiid scoreless. Hmm. Difficult ben thing Simmons, to do. Ben Simmons was pretty frustrated. Hey, real quick, though, the Ben Simmons thing, he's he's a he's a defensive player of the year candidate for sure, though. All jokes aside, just want to well, get that out there. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that the 76 Embiid gets a lot of that, you know, but mm-hmm. – Ben is being, I mean, I don't know. I guess I don't want to say he's being overlooked, but he's been great defensively this year. Yeah, I feel like team-wise, the, 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 the ability to hold the record that they have right now, and as we're recording, it's actually 14 and 6. They've been able to hold that down just based off the fact that they've been playing a lot better defense than they have been as far as finding an offense within this team. Now, we've discussed the things that have changed for the 76ers as they've received new people and uh, continue to use some of the faces that they got last year as things were transitioning. But um, defensively, top five in the NBA, but offensively, it's a little bit uh, of a struggle. Isn't that that, – I mean – I, I have them coming out the East still currently, but I've gotten worried just because of that. You know, I mean, at a certain point, they're going to have to keep up with, with – I mean, defense is great. Defense does win championships, but we already know how this league is. You know, you got teams that will just drop 33s on you, and you got to sit there and deal with it. And, uh, you know, there's there's some nights nice, there's some nights nice that Philadelphia will not be one of those teams that can have that that, you know, uh, flashy and strong of an offense. You have yeah. Coach Brett Brown um, talking about that. I think he talked about that earlier this season where he said that it's a it's one of the greatest challenges that he has building an offense between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You can play as 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 great defense as you can against against teams that of course have terrible offenses or teams that will just have offense that can be uh taken apart pretty quickly by the height and just the quality and the style of defense that they actually do play but when it comes to offense and and, in an area where you discuss yes we want to get into coming out of the east it's difficult when a team that could also be as defensive as you are actually finds out your offense that is not that good and yeah. can expose that we saw that with boston which is still completely shocking to me yeah still still dude that happened to them in the playoffs so for philadelphia to take that next leap of course if it comes um 
how they would like to improve their offense, but defensively, they're still completely strong and can still compete very well, not only in the Eastern Conference, but in the entire NBA. And you've seen that since their loss to Toronto. Now, they beat up on the Kings, of course. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get another shot at the Raptors on Sunday. So that is completely understood. But uh, there will also be a matchup again against Rudy Gobert and another really good defense in the Utah Jazz. <laughs> they'll have the Jazz. They'll be going up in Washington. Utah against final them. candidates. Man. Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I like the matchups between the Sixers and the Jazz just based on seeing Gobert and Embiid battle it out and fight it out. Now, Embiid's numbers against Rudy Gobert has been somewhat challenging. So as that continues to play, we'll be able to see how he changes things up and, of course, mm-hmm. how Philadelphia teams in general to play against the Jazz. He's all defense. I, Rudy's so good defensively that we don't talk about his flaws enough, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, really a, that's really a story for another time. Yeah, and outside of that, you'll have the Sixers at Washington versus the Cleveland Cavaliers as well. And, of course, uh, their shot on Sunday against the NBA champion Toronto Raptors once again. Number six, you have the Denver Nuggets. Last week, they were number three, so they have dropped all the way to number six. Uh, They currently have the league's number one defense, so shout out to that, but uh, there has been some questionable games that they have had, which is one of the reasons why I look at the Nuggets and the Jazz with a small squint on my face. <laughs> and it may be unfair just based on the fact that it is December, but uh, no, the, the praise that they receive as far Man. as being championship contenders that yeah, talk about because when I said it a, you know a minute ago I was I was being sarcastic but like I just feel like what have they done to show that quality and the, and this is this is more of a and granted this is more of a critique that will show its face in April and completely understand from my perspective from your perspective that that will be something that we'll have to see when that time comes as of right now, they're second in the West, they're 13 and four um, and, and has still played very well. Of course, with Jamal Murray with Nikola Jokic and the teammates that they have had to help with that as well. But uh, they ended up blowing a 17 point lead in Sacramento, which has not been one of their finer points, of course, within the past week, but still very high within the West and have a week where they will be able to shine, not only defensively, but hopefully be able to put up a little bit more better uh, statistics when it comes to their offensive stance in the NBA. Now, they have a hosting of the Los Angeles Lakers uh, this week, along with three away games where there will be in Madison Square Garden facing the New York Knicks at Boston and in Barclays, as well as they face the Brooklyn Nets. So we will see what they'll be able to do with those three Atlantic teams. And of course, hosting the Los Angeles Lakers, Lakers, which will be a battle, I'm sure. I like how you said Lakers there. Lakers. It's this damn thing. It's this damn <laughs> Thanksgiving hang. Macaroni got me slurring my damn. It's macaroni got me slurring my damn words. Some fucking bullshit. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and as we come back, we'll have the remaining top. Break. Going to break. Me, if you've bought any new headphones since we spoke last. 
No, there's no new headphones. Life it's Life the Friday same pair of earphones. Okay, Mark, I'm just, I'm just making sure, man. Nope, sure. Cyber Monday has passed. I have the same clicking pair of AirPod Pros that you see oh, right I'm, here. I can't believe you. Tap I them love them, by the way. Oh, oh, you, you, um, you copped? I got them. Yeah, I got them. I got them. Damn, we proed up? Okay. Up. I, had a, I, had a, uh, I had a gift card. I got a $50 gift card, so I put that towards it and, you know. It made it, it made it a little bit better. If I pay, I pay I, for them. I really would have paid for them, you know. Had you not had the gift card, how how have they been holding into your ear? Oh, they're fine. They're fine. I'm I'm on the smaller one. Oh, small tips. Yeah, I'm yeah, staying. Yeah. I'm in the I'm on the mediums as of right now. I think the smalls kind of inch out of my ear still a little bit too much. So I've been I've been doing the medium tips. But no, I am. Let's yeah. not give you no ideas. Let's not give you any ideas. No, no. There's no idea. There's no ideas. I'm staying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, let's not give you any any new ideas. I'm staying with the AirPods, despite the fact that you know sometimes I miss one my one thousand Mark threes. It's okay. I'm not getting them again. I'm sticking with my AirPods. Okay. I, I feel you. Now we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have, of course, the remaining top five of the power rankings, Christmas preparation for the Los Angeles Lakers and the Philadelphia 76ers, and your all-around-the-world preview for week seven of the NBA. Maybe some maybe some Art Basel conversation as well, as this weekend will be uh, Art Basel 2019, of course. Uh, of course, the, the Art Basel usually starts on Wednesday. Um, earlier in the week, but I will be in Miami on Saturday night to be at the Random Acts of Podcast live show. So we will have some conversations with that later uh, in the episode, but we're going to have our perfect plays of the week for week six of the NBA. Be sure to check out the perfectplay.co for everything based on culture, music, tech, and everything that you love in your day-to-day conversation in this lifestyle. You'll be able to see all of that on The Perfect Play. So shout out to Huey and The Perfect Play team. for Coming through once again with Perfect Plays of the Week. We will have that for you right now. Let that play out, and we'll be right back. So it's RSPN on RC Radio. We'll be back after this. RSPN on RNC Radio, episode 12. He is Jeff. I yeah. am Mark. We are still in the Thanksgiving coma. If you can't hear it in my voice. They hear that shit. I, I truly, I truly hope not. If you do, I apologize to everybody that is listening. I think the greens are getting into my heart. Snigger, the greens been sitting on this nigga's tummy for, for days. Nah, it's starting to get into my damn bloodstream. 
<laughs> These damn yams. It's hard to breathe. So you got the diabetes. I think I got the beatus. <laughs> the beatus. I think I got the beatus, bro. Fuck this shit, bro. <laughs> this shit hurt. Now, before we get to the remaining top five in the power rankings, and of course, send you on your way with week seven of all around the world in the NBA, I do have some questions. What's well, that? one brief question before we get to a uh, plug that we have for the RNC Radio family this week. Uh, what the hell is a futsal shuffle? Um, I think it's another distraction on finishing an album. I'm so fucking done with this shit, man. Yeah, I'm done with it, bro. We done had this discussion. I mean, there's just it's just certain things not making no sense, bro. These jits, both these jits, and then I found out this week that both of them are beefing. Yeah, I saw that too. You know, but what? upheld it low. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. Apparently, not... Uzi and Cardi now got some issue. Somebody had asked him about it as he went on Twitter and decided to diss drama and canon for the tenth time. <laughs> and they said, "Hey, what's up with you? What's up with you and Cardi?" And I'm surprised they said, "Where the fuck are both of your albums?" And he's like, "You know what? Uh, I must say, just... didn't ask the real question, right?" Yeah, and then Uzi just said, "You know what? I just had to do some. I just had to do some different or some some shit like that. I don't know. Some shit that didn't make any sense." Then he started beating. Then he started talking to Molly Ron, and they had an issue. And it's just like, okay, all of the past years of quality Uzi and Molly Ron now getting burned down. Y'all got issues. The Uzi and Cardi songs that we actually did receive, y'all got issues. It's not safe right now. Still no take. We're on the third month of the Cardi ban. It's not safe right now, man. Extremely it's upset about all of it. It's just. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. It's really not. All I want to do is just have the songs that are necessary to drop this whip test three, and they're holding it back. Might as well forget about that shit, man. Might as well. We got we got to cancel whip test three. Nah, whip whip test three will have to go on jitless. <laughs> jitless. <laughs> We're gonna have to have a jitless whip test three. If both these niggas stop playing, if don't if they don't stop playing, we're gonna have to have a jitless whip test three, and that is. I don't know. I don't know how good of a whip test can you have with no jits. That's real. The positive thing with all that, though, is that within the year of 2019, as of course you and I have discussed the last month that will come from the NBA within this past month, we have the last month, of course, from a music perspective in hip hop and R&B. And as we have covered that between all of us from the RZ Radio family, the secrets and the hints that we've been giving out within the past few weeks on RSPN have finally come to fruition. Yeah. Our RZ Radio Live and our R&B and RNC year-end playlist is something that you are accustomed to as you have followed uh, the RNC Radio page and the RNC Radio family. If you have not done that as of yet, um, be sure to follow us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter and at RNC Radio on Instagram to see our year and content as we usually do every December. But a highlight that I'm very excited about is that we are finally available in very amazing, beautiful sounding hi fi mm-hmm. as we have finally signed our title contracts. <laughs> the deal is done. Everything is in, everything is in well scripted ink and starting today all of our playlists that you've been used to on apple music all our playlists that you've been used to on spotify are now all available in title which is amazing so you're officially part of the title family 
there have been many that have asked, when are we coming to title? When are we going to be doing uh, playlists over there, if at all? And at the time, we were mainly based on Apple Music and Spotify, but I'm very happy to hear our playlists in uh, what title refers to as master quality. If you do pay for the master quality uh, in your title subscription, what what is it? What is it? What's the other term? Uh, so they have hi-fi, which is of course your hi-fi audio that right. uh, is not available in in I both I believe in both Apple Music and Spotify. Apple Music has their own uh, verbiage of it, calling it the Apple Music uh, quote unquote digital master, which they'll say pretty much every album that you will see in a top two hundred will be the digital master file, but it is not categorized officially as high fire high definition audio that is something that you will find um, in other streaming services i can't remember which other one the company's title but there are other hi-fi streaming services that are not titled title of course being the biggest and most popular name that may come out of that so um with that you'll have your hi-fi audio that i believe is like your ten dollar a month or fifteen dollars a month or something like that um You'll be able to say it again. It was twenty when it first dropped, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they. I think they've changed it as of right now to for just hi-fi audio. Now, if you want the master audio, which sounds, I tested it out today, listening to R and B and RNC and the RNC Radio Live um, playlists. Master mm-hmm. files sound so much louder, clearer. They're going to sound really good if you have noise-canceling headphones, but if you just have any pair of headphones in general, whether it's the original AirPods, anything over-ear, anything that you use for running or exercise or anything like that, the master file of what you receive from Tidal, it's, uh, I think Josh had even said it specifically, it's it's literally the dot wave file, which in my opinion, when I hear dot wave, I'm thinking of things that come directly from the studio, from the engineer. So imagine the file that the engineer has, the the huge dot wave file now going into Tidal as your master file, and you'll be able to listen to it in the best quality from there. That is how I would describe what the master sound feels like when you go into Tidal and you see anything with a uh, it's like an orange. It's like an orange shaded M that you will be able to see on there. And listening to it, it sounds amazing. So I'm very excited to have these sounds available to us and thankfully we are now part of the title family as we have rnc radio on title so hopefully all of our title family that has been asking we hope you enjoy these will be your first two um playlists that will come from the rnc radio family but of course our entire backlog of all of our past playlists whether it's um uh, all of the ones that we have created from month to month, whether it is one of the one-off ones, um, all of those will be available to you on the title page. So we're very happy to have you and very happy for you to have us. Most definitely. Well, that's my only question. I, I refuse to do a foot style shuffle. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're, not, we're not going there. We're not I, just the, I just want the albums. But in this, in this case, I think the, I think the turkey is starting to, to put me in a coma. So let's start going into the top five. Oh, why is he? No, no, let's not do top five. Let's not do top five yet. We have to get to the team that is out of the top five that um, we have to discuss this week because we played it last week because the first week of the return of Carmelo Anthony that we discussed two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. 
contained our excitement of having Carmelo Anthony back in the NBA. Now, last week, we did not have too much conversation on Carmelo Anthony because there was not too much to talk about. He only averaged about 13 points. He wasn't shooting very uh, – it wasn't shooting amazing, of course. And the Portland Trailblazers did not um, do too much with that. But within this past week of the NBA, the Portland Trailblazers have been 3-0 and since they have put Carmelo Anthony into the starting lineup. Carmelo Anthony, of course – averaging 22 points a game on uh, a very good shooting percentage, things above 60%. And despite the fact that they are not in the top 10, actually pretty far away from it, they jumped up seven spots from 25 to number 18. So top 10 in the NBA in offense, which is very nice. You have Damian Lillard, you have CJ McCollum, you have Carmelo Anthony, and you have Whiteside that had a very good game against Chicago um, the, the, uh, the past couple of days. But with all of that, Carmelo Anthony, along with Giannis Antetokounmpo, have been named our Players of the Week. Of course, Giannis with uh, the Eastern Conference portion of that, and um, mm-hmm. not much has been said about that, just based on there's been so many positive things that have come from Giannis in general. But very yeah, big thing. Get crazy just off the, the injuries. Yeah. But very big thing for Carmelo Anthony to have tacked to his name within the second week of being back in the NBA. Now a player of the week shooting very well and has provided some good things to Portland being um, in a little bit of a streak. Yeah. How do you feel like that will be? How do you think that will translate for Carmelo going forward? You think it will take more uh-huh. wins to get a little bit more of a, uh, a, a comfortable position for him if things end up uh, not in the best way in Portland. I do, I do, but I I do think that at least it's seen that he has um, he has a spot in the league again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what I'm saying is, let's say this doesn't work out. At least now I feel like it won't take nowhere near as long to get him on the team. Mm-hmm. Clear, 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 clearly, he's sound to listening to um, sacrifice. And whether it's reduced minutes, whether it's coming off the bench, he seems okay with with doing so. It, it, it didn't take very long for Portland to change that, and of course, put Carmelo in a starting position. Uh, yeah. And with that, has been, of course, a three zero streak, and they will want to continue with that um, as Portland faces some pretty tough teams. Um, well, two of them being pretty tough teams for Portland um, within this next week, but they have four games, pretty packed week for Portland as they will be in L.A. to face the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, They'll be facing the Sacramento Kings, the Los Angeles Lakers as well, and the Oklahoma City Thunders. They've already played the Thunder. Uh, A matchup of Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James is going to be something that's very entertaining for anybody who will be watching Blazers-Lakers, of course. And you will have the Blazers out in Staples to face the Los Angeles Clippers, which will, of course, come with Carmelo Anthony going up against the reigning finals MVP in Kawhi Leonard. So it's really good. I feel like that I feel like that has been the positive that Portland needs, and especially uh, the positive that Carmelo Anthony has needed to continuing his story. They're only 8-12 right now, so they're um, not the highest. Not but, yeah, but he looks good, though. He looks good. Yeah. It's a good situation for him to be in. Exactly. So we'll see what comes from Portland. Now, number five, we had plenty of conversation on Dallas Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks last week, along with Luka Doncic and what he will mean to the stardom that is needed within the NBA in the 2020s. But as they were 
top five last week. They continue to be top five and number five as well for Dallas. When we were recording last week, I believe that was the game that they played against the Los Angeles Clippers or the day that I think that was the day that we dropped the episode. They were playing the Los Angeles Clippers, and that was not the best game for Luka Doncic at all, nor was it the best game for Kristaps Porzingis. But since then, um, they did very well against Phoenix. Luka Doncic having one of those games, where I believe he was one rebound or one assist away from triple-double once again, and actually ended up with another one of those games as they end the Los Angeles Lakers 10-game winning streak and spit as 13-6 and six in the Western Conference. Um, it's surprising because I did not see Dallas. I did not expect Dallas to – what is the best What is the best way that I can discuss <laughs> But well, compete is one. I feel like that's. A, <laughs> I feel like that's a good word. But I did not expect the conversation of it to be Dallas competing, but also with Luka Doncic flirting with the types of things that Westbrook. Yeah, was, that's real. Uh, astonished for within the past few years as far as triple doubles. Now the huge thing is holy shit. Now we have somebody that is doing these things with triple doubles, and he's not even legally able to drink yet. Yeah. No, he's he's the man. He's that good, though. I mean, he really is. He has truly helped Dallas be the number one offense in the NBA. And within this next week, they'll be in the against the Pelicans, be facing the Timberwolves, facing the Pelicans once again, and facing the Sacramento Kings. So unless things go very badly, um, I do think they have a fairly easy week within week seven of the NBA. One challenge might be against the Minnesota Timberwolves, of course, as the Timberwolves continue to play very well, and who knows what could come from the Pelicans at any given night. Uh, but Sacramento, I feel like Dallas should be able to clean that up very well. Um, yeah. We'll see what can come from the Timberwolves and their two games against the Pelicans uh, within in this next week the los angeles clippers for last week for this week as well uh one of the biggest stories that came from los angeles clippers this week losing to the san antonio spurs Kawhi leonard of course losing another game in san antonio uh has not won a game in san antonio against the spurs as of yet since he has left um from the infamous months that came from that. And of course, going over to Toronto, he is now 0-2. Uh, yeah. So Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are not undefeated any longer as they have played with each other. Uh, so that came with a pretty big dunk from Rudy Gay as they silenced all of that, but still very strong in the Western Conference, still very strong in the NBA as well. Uh, top 10 in offense, top 10 in defense. 15 and six. And uh, that also came with a pretty big game winner from Montrez Harrell up against the Memphis Grizzlies. So they yeah. sneak away from the Memphis Grizzlies. And I did not put that play in our perfect plays of the week, despite the fact that I, I probably could have. It was a pretty difficult. Time. Yeah, but, you know, I, I understand. I'm not upset with it. I ended up choosing the Rudy Gay dunk over that. Yeah. It was so amazing. This week's week for the Los Angeles Clippers facing the Portland Trailblazers, as we just mentioned. Uh, Friday night, they will go up against the Milwaukee Bucks. That will be one of our only renditions of the MVP going up against the finals MVP. So we will get, hopefully, some quality Giannis, Kawhi, Leonard matchups as they play. And I, I want to say that that's going to be our only one. 
a nightmare only one this next season unless they for whichever reason see each other in the nba finals which i am not calling a clippers bucks finals but um the bucks and the clippers don't see each other too often yeah, this season. Yeah. i wouldn't mind the final though that's not a bad final no clips but clipper clippers bucks mm-hmm. uh, you'd be upset with it not upset but hmm clippers bucks clippers bucks think about it for real a i clipper- mean you have I mean, both teams are, are are fairly solid defensively and offensively. It's very true. But then I'd have to see who Milwaukee just beat out in the East to actually come out of the East and make its way to the NBA Finals. And more than likely, Clippers would have had to drag out a pretty of course. strong amount yeah, of teams of West to make its way out to the NBA Finals. Absolutely. One thing that I will wish is, is 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 hopefully that there will be a Clippers-Lakers playoff matchup between them, but Clippers-Bucks Finals will have to revisit. If not, this may be an NBA Finals preview, but that will be our Friday night um, in the NBA, and we'll get to more of that as we have all around the world. Um, number three, the Toronto Raptors. We discussed them holding Joel Embiid scoreless, which I was very happy about, as you may yeah, have heard. No, yeah, and, we go is your favorite part they've, ju- they've jumped from <laughs> they've jumped from <laughs> eight to three in the power rankings uh there's not too much bad things to say about the toronto raptors they've been on a seven game win streak they only have three games this next week three games are going to be pretty strong tests for them two of them being some of the best defensive teams that we do have in the nba as of right now and one of course being one of the best offensive teams with arguably the best offensive player that we have right now in the Houston Rockets. So they will have the Miami Heat, the Houston Rockets, both at home. Uh, and, of course, the Heat game going on tonight. And they will face the Philadelphia 76ers later um, in this next week. But they have held things down very well. You have some quality offense from Siakam, uh, along with Mark Gasol, that, that, again, another team with some really good height that have made things very difficult. They want to still continue to make sure that their name is held very well. They are still the NBA champions. Uh, I will continue to say that they're the NBA champions until they are not. Uh, a lot of this season for the Raptors has has been a lot of jokes since Kawhi has left. But still some things to prove for Toronto as we get closer to playoff position and playoffs in general. That is one thing that Toronto, I'm sure, will not want to have happen Um when it comes to being an NBA finals winner in one year and fighting for playoff position the next year, that is something that they do not want attached to their name. As there has been many things that have been attached to Raptors, uh, the the Raptors name within this past decade. So hopefully uh, they'll be able to hold that down. Now, number two has been number one for a little bit of a while, but I do not want to say that this is because of their loss to Dallas on Sunday night. But the Los Angeles Lakers have dropped from one to number two as they are still a very good 17-3 and in the NBA. Uh, But their critiques has come from the defense that they have played since this past week, of course, still a very good week for the Los Angeles Lakers outside of, of course, falling to Dallas. But the one thing that I did not see from the fallout of the Dallas game that I actually did see in Toronto is too much backlash. I feel like losing the Raptors was like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Yeah, it's so early. Yeah, it's 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 early for the Los Angeles Lakers, but as of right now, they are uh, Lakers fans are entertaining the fact that they can go goddamn eighty and two 
Yeah, but it's like they, you know, they gotta calm down about that type of shit. You gonna, they gonna lose games. Yeah, especially, especially, especially the number one defense in the NBA. I mean, number one offense in the NBA. That is, that is going to come with that. But the Los Angeles Lakers still top five defense in the NBA and within the top ten as well. Number six in the offense. So still very well, but they drop down to number two and actually lose the number one spot to the Milwaukee Bucks, who are also 17 and three, but 17 and three in the Eastern Conference. So Giannis has done a very good job of holding down the Milwaukee Bucks. Now we've noticed that Chris Middleton is back within this within this week, and Giannis has made the Eastern Conference player of the week. So Outside of the games against New York, they'll be facing the Knicks. They'll be in Detroit, facing the Detroit Pistons. The highlight that will come from the Milwaukee Bucks this week is, like we have said, our potential NBA Finals matchup that has come from the Los Angeles Clippers. But I think they will be okay this next week. Who knows if they'll be able to hold down number one as well. We will have to see if their offense and their defense continues as they hold the position of being the best in the NBA as of the best in the Eastern Conference, I will say, as of right now. Uh, Yeah. Well, well, actually, they actually are the best in the NBA. No, I see it. They just beat the – I'm talking about generally speaking. Oh, oh, just 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 generally speaking. Well, if you if you if if it's a if it's a critique of putting them over the Los Angeles Lakers, I believe that is uh, something that can be debated. But uh, as of tonight, they just beat the oh, they just slaughtered the New York Knicks. Of course, <laughs> man. Thanks. You know, I feel like every episode the Knicks get some type of shit that we just accidentally hand their way. I mean, shit. We gave we gave the Knicks props. We gave the Knicks props. Um, perfect place of the week this week. Yeah, Mills will be happy about that. Yeah, big dunk from Julius Randle. That'll, that'll be their props. But you want you you run a you run a uh, you run into the buzzsaw of Milwaukee that has currently the biggest winning streak as of right now in twelve games. So it's it's hard to. Yeah, you. I mean, you're gonna lose. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna lose. Yeah, might as well put that shit on a banner in Madison Square Garden. No shit, hold on. Oh man, damn, Mark. I mean to do that. My my I, I mean to do that. My bad man. My, my bad man. I mean to do that. You did mean it. All right, before we get to all around the world and we get out of here and I and I find a way to shoot some insulin into my damn arm. Uh <laughs> let's uh get into some talking points. We already discussed the Blazers streak. Shout out to that. Uh mm-hmm. this involved a quality Trey Young and Luka Doncic night as they continue to battle each other as well. Um a fifty point night for Luka Doncic at a forty nine point game for Trey Young this past week. So shout out to that and continuing that um I would say not not too friendly of a rivalry, but a rivalry nonetheless. And uh the only other thing that we have before all around the world, the basketball African League. We've had conversations on RSPN about the NBA wanting to venture out into Africa and have an African uh league with a couple of teams and, and of course cities that will be involved in that. Uh, per Mark Spears of ESPN, the new Basketball Africa League will hold its first scouting combine in Brooklyn on Wednesday and right. Thursday at the Brooklyn Nets practice facility, a source told ESPN's The Undefeated. That's awesome. It's time. Yep. So there will be 12 participating teams. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to find all the players that they need to fill that up as we start getting closer to the inaugural season, which will be in March. And that will take place in Cairo. Dakar, Senegal, 
Lagos, Nigeria, Luanda, Angola, Rabbit, Morocco, and Monster, Tunisia. The first Basketball African League Finals will take place in Kigali, Rwanda. So things are getting closer to that, and hopefully we'll be able to see um, what type of plans do they have as far as uh, televising, uh, ways that we can watch out uh, here in the United States as things pop off for the Basketball Africa League very, very soon. So that will be exciting. And, of course, per Mark Spears, the former NBA players uh, that will be scheduled to try out Jordan Adams, Rodney Carney, Yakuba Diwara, Tim Quarterman, and Chris. Tim Quarterman? Shout out Tim Quarterman. Wow. But so you remember Tim Quarterman? Because I don't remember. Well, him. I remember him in college. Ah, okay. Yeah. Speaking of college, I think we're going to be able to see the the reason why we're not having too many televised games this week. You said there's, you said there's more. Um, I'm not there's... sure if any of the college football games are going to be going on on uh, on ESPN this week because we're mm-hmm. getting to conference championship games. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Ah, so it's college football. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's a chance we were usually used to uh, a lot of a lot more televised games uh, within each week. I'm not positive it's just because it's the first week of December. If there's anything that has been playing on ESPN, but we will get to that as of right now. So let's hit the music for all around the world. Tuesday, you've got seven games on hand. So tonight, you have the TNT doubleheader of the Mavericks going up against New Orleans Pelicans at 7.30. Blazers Clippers at 10 on TNT as well. So you'll get some Carmelo Carmelo Anthony Kawhi Leonard action. The Heat head to Toronto at 7.30. And the Houston's first game of the season versus San Antonio will be at 8.30 as well. Those will be on League Pass. Tomorrow night, you have 10 games. The only televised game that we have for you are the Los Angeles Lakers in Utah against the Utah Jazz at 9 on NBA TV. Thursday night, you have only four games. And again, only one televised game of the Houston Rockets in Toronto going up against the Toronto Raptors at 7.30 on NBA TV. Friday night, you have 10 games. You have the ESPN doubleheader of the Denver Nuggets in Boston, going up against the Boston Celtics in one of their uh, few games that they have in their homestand at 8 o'clock. And you have the Los Angeles Lakers in Portland going up against the Trail Blazers at 10.30. Hopefully this will be another good week for the Portland Trail Blazers, but we will be able to see a whole lot of LeBron James and Carmelo Anthony as they head off at 10.30 on ESPN. And biggest game of all, out of that night, you have the MVP going up against finals MVP of Kawhi Leonard and Giannis Antetokounmpo as the Clippers are in Milwaukee against the Bucks at 8.30, but that will not be televised. That will be on League Pass, so hopefully you have your League Pass set up to watch that. Saturday, you have five games. The only televised game that we have is the Cleveland Cavaliers in Philadelphia against the 76ers, 7.30 on NBA TV. I will be missing that because I will be at the Random Acts of Podcast live show out in Miami for Art Basel this weekend. Hopefully, I will be able to see you. Hopefully, we'll be able to see you as we listen uh, to Amp and Devin give, I'm sure, will be a hilarious live show out in Art Basel. And Sunday, you have eight games, no televised games at all, but you have your rematch with the Toronto Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers at six on League Pass. And 
Jeff's Minnesota Timberwolves going up in Stable Center against the Los Angeles Lakers at 9.30, also on League Pass. And that is our Week 7 of the NBA. It's definitely not as thick as uh, we usually have it. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a pretty light it's pretty light beginning of the month of December, but there will be things that will be pretty difficult for the Philadelphia 76ers. Things will be pretty difficult for the Los Angeles Lakers as there are as there will be some Christmas preparation. The Philadelphia 76ers and the Los Angeles Lakers are going to be two of the teams that are tested the most uh, within this month of December. Out of the 14 games that the Lakers have. Ten of them will be versus teams that are coming into the month of December with a winning record. Um, this should be very important to people like damn Bill Simmons, who got on Twitter last week and said that the Lakers' right. uh, first few months of the NBA has been custard, which I'm I'm surprised because Boston Celtics have not had the the hugest damn, bro. struggle of a uh, first few weeks in the NBA as well, but they have continued to do well. I don't know why. Uh, he has decided to shoot at the Los Angeles Lakers as they were at the time 17 and 2, now 17 and 3. Who knows? Who knows? And Philadelphia, one of the other two teams that will be tested very well this next month. Eight of their 16 games, they're one of the only, I think, four or five teams that are playing 16 games this month. Um, the ones that will be playing in December are versus teams that are entering the month in a top 10 defensive efficiency so they're going to be going up against some pretty well defended teams as we head into the christmas day games on christmas day but of course the philadelphia 76ers their christmas game will be uh against Giannis antetokounmpo and the milwaukee bucks on christmas so that will be a pretty difficult game for them to test as well. A game that people expected to see in last year's Eastern Conference Finals, you'll be able to see uh, in Christmas Day at 2.30. But um, outside of that, there are going to be many other teams that are going to be preparing for a very good December. I am preparing for this month of December because Josh Richardson's return to Miami will be on the 28th. I will hopefully be there um, with a megaphone. We'll be handling things for the Miami crowd. And, yeah, it'll be exciting. You'll be ready to go. I'll probably hear you from the fucking TV. I mean, I hope so. That's what I That's what I wanted to have when it was Heat Sixers in the first round. I was See, hoping I could get near a microphone. All you got to do is raise your voice just a little bit. Is that so? <laughs> My meat mill? You can't hear me that, hear me that loud. That's all it takes, man. But outside of that, I think I think that's all we got for the week. Shout out to everybody that'll be out of Basel this weekend. I will see you if you are coming out to the REOP live show. It's free God, tickets. God, this weekend, man. Be cool. There will be no thotting this weekend. And this is the I mean, truthfully, this is the one year anniversary of the didn't Amp come on last year and say and say there's there's big thotting at our Basel? That's what he said. He said uh he said you and, and, and Cyrus were out of control. So me and Cyrus were well behaved. Don't let Amp lie. And speaking of Amp, Amp character, man. I don't know. I ain't gonna tell you as yet, but for all those who are listening, Amp will also be on next week on RSPN oh, to discuss. This is news to me. Yes. So he uh, yeah, I haven't told anybody as of yet. So Amp has confirmed it. He will be on um next week for next week's RSPN. He'll be discussing all of his favorite things that has come within uh the NBA so far. Of course, week seven of the NBA we'll be discussing as well. And hopefully we'll be able to get some things of what had went down in our Basel 2019. Maybe we'll have some stories for all of our listeners, just like how we had last year. But hopefully we'll be able to. But outside of that, I think I think we're good. Jeff, you have anything to Jeff, you have anything to plug before we get out of here? 
Um, check out all of our shit that we're doing on RNC Network this week. Mm-hmm. End of the year list, playlist. We on title now. The lookout is back. Yeah, we're doing it now. Everything big. Oh, and shout out to y'all, of course, for dropping the shirts on Black Friday. We didn't even get a chance to shout out to that. Make sure you go copy a shirt or two for sure. Sell them shits out before they get on StockX like last year. We know. Yeah, <laughs> got a StockX. Yeah, look, look out, look out, shirts on StockX. Look out, yeah. shirts on StockX. That'll be the nice. goal. Yeah, that'll be the goal. Hopefully, somebody reselling those shirts for like five hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, outside Rare. of that, I think I think we'll be good. Yes, sir. So we'll see y'all next week. Hopefully we'll have some high quality stories from Basel, but you will hear all of that on RSPN on RSP Radio out. next Stop. week. What? What's it? Maybe I should fly out. Man. You won't fly out. Stop lying. <laughs> you won't fly out. Stop lying. No, we'll see, man. We'll see what's going on, man. My words slurring. Nigga. This turkey hitting me crazy. <laughs> I'm about to get out of here. All right, man.